episode 260. Thank you all for listening to episode 259, Buster Hustler. I am Montes T. Baggins, here with my co-host. Stone Cold Barrel. Hacksaw, Cody Bryant. And uh, back to me. Thanks, Wes Anderson, for mine. Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on the Twitter, at Songs by Wes. Thank you to all our clothing first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Get in touch with Brandon and all we're clothing, excuse me, all we're clothing.com can help with everything you need. We got koozies or we got, excuse me, hoodies coming. We already have koozies and shirts and other hoodies, but we're getting more. So thank you to him. And again, mention over the line sports podcast. He will hook you up with a deal, whatever you need, any type of clothing, any flags, any koozies, any hats. He can hook you up. Hell, you might even be able to get a championship belt in your name. I'm sure he could figure out a way to do it for you. Get in touch with him. Allworkclothing.com. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Santa Fe, New Mexico. Santa Fe, New Mexico. Thank you to Sean. He's out there. It is winter. It is time for plowing. Hey, if you need repairs done to your snowblower or you need a tune-up for your mower coming up, coming on the old spring it's good time to get those spark plugs checked and taken care of the old oil changed anything you need sharpen the blades on your mower get in touch with sean he can do those things for you and now's the time to do it. so 419-04-5471 and tomorrow's a big day for this next guy thank you to connell barrett datingtransformation.com yeah um you know the website datingtransformation.com you know the man connell barrett but now you need to know the book Dating sucks, but you don't. Pre-order it tomorrow on Amazon. Make sure you get out there. Get it. It should. The book, I think they said, will be there around May time. So it'll take about three months. But if you get it pre-ordered now, uh, you'll probably get it as a discount. As I'm sure once it gets closer to that time, the rates or the price of the book will probably go up more. But the most important thing is getting that pre-order in. You know, you will bump him up on that Amazon list to be a quote-unquote bestseller on Amazon. That was the main goal here. We want to get this thing pushed. So make sure you look for the book tomorrow, the 15th of February, Dating Sucks But You Don't by Connell Barrett. And then, of course, after that, check out his website, datingtransformation.com, and get yourself a consultation with him. And it looks like uh, Dating Sucks But You Don't, uh, like you said, go on Amazon tomorrow, February 15th. And by the way, happy Valentine's Day to those. And if you need... If you need something for Valentine's Day and you're not enjoying a Valentine's Day, tomorrow's the day. Get that book. Pre-order. You may have to wait a couple months, but you can still go to his website. He can help you out for the parrots of the world. And it looks like the you can order it, pre-order it for $12.99. And uh, the hardcover is going to be $24.99. You can get it on the Kindle for $12.99. And if you have an audiobook membership, you can get it for free on Amazon if you have an audiobook membership. Looking forward to that. So again, print and list price twenty four ninety nine. Pre order price only twelve ninety nine. Now's the time to order it. Get it on pre order. Make him a bestseller. So, Bear, uh, I don't think we're gonna have trivia this for uh, from Jeremy for anything. I think he's just gonna hold back for a week, which is fine by us. So, Bear, I think you're uh, you're the guy. I'm gonna let you go first, man. Give you three minutes to talk about whatever you want, even if you need three minutes for wrestling. 
And it could be past, present, whatever you want, man. I was about to say, I don't think I'm going to need three minutes for wrestling. Um, my biggest thing, I guess, for this week, um, like you said, not not watching any AEW or Raw or SmackDown or anything here in the last week, um, but definitely watching the network is get into something. If you got the network, get into something you haven't seen before. Um, I try to pull up some old stuff, older stuff, try to watch some old school wrestling. Um, but the big one, you know, the, the one that kind of gets me on it is listening to uh, What Happened When with uh, Conrad and Tony Schiavone. Man, they do some good stuff. And, yeah, it's all pretty much a big comedy thing. But it gets you into some of that wrestling that you probably haven't seen. Um, and even when you do get to do the one, you know, like the 97 WWF, when uh, the ones that Tony hasn't seen are also good ones to go back and watch every once in a while. I know here we'll get to the St. Valentine's Day massacre in a minute, but you got to get in watch some old school wrestling every once in a while on the network, um, you know, before it goes to Peacock and make sure you switch. If you got the WWE network, don't be scared of it going to Peacock. Just go get it. Make sure you download yourself Peacock network and get in for the network on that one. It's literally the same price and you're going to get more of them NBC shows than anything else you want to watch, but you still got to support the wrestle inside of it and, and make sure, uh, you know, you're just not watching the same shit all the time. Get, get a little deeper into that library. Look up something you wouldn't normally look up old school WCW, you know, anything NWA along those lines back there in the, uh, you know, mid eighties and stuff like that. So that's just my, uh, my, uh, my, I, I guess I should say rant, even though it's not, but some, some educational for the people out there. Don't keep watching the same shit. Watch something different. Expand your horizons. So, double double peacock, peacock, double double E. I'm going to only take two minutes myself as well. So, uh, major, major uh, congrats, I guess you could say. I know we talk a lot about trans and we, we talked about shit and athletes doing, being, becoming transgender, going from male to female, female to male, whatever. So, I know a big one this past week was uh, formerly what people knew, who they knew as Tyler Rex is now Gabby Topped. I don't know if you guys saw pictures. Great. Congratulations to her uh, for making that transition. That's a, that's hard to do for people. And uh, when I look back, it's just hard to believe because I remember Tyler Rex. He wasn't out there much, but, you know, I remember him. And, uh, and that's big for him. So, you know, congratulations for doing that. I know it's February. I know it's Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, if you, if you have a significant other, now's the time to take care of, her or him or whomever get them out take them to dinner tonight and then uh you know get you some poontang pie do what you need to do if that's if that's your game lay them on a table put them through a table give them the old uh bubble ray dudley fucking knock yourself out shock yourself get that fabulous moolah up in the air put your face right where it belongs and throw her through a table or just go to pound town whatever you got to do enjoy that Wrestle in the ring with your girl tonight if you have the opportunity. And if you don't have a girl, remember, tomorrow is a pre-order for Dating Sucks, but you don't, by Connell Bear. $12.99 on the Amazon. Get that if you do not have a significant other. And if you are lonely, like Bear said, watch the network. So many good things in the past. Listen to some good podcasts. I will mention uh, Renee, uh, Mr. Moxley's wife does have a podcast out there i actually have enjoyed the first few i've listened to one of the first ones was cm punk 
Uh, I think it was the third one, and CM Punk was on, and it was good stuff. So um, check her out. She's uh, unscripted and uh, will actually swear here and there, so we get to hear her how she wants to talk. So check out uh, her podcast as well. All right, we better take start, it home, they, Cody. They start, yeah, they better start cutting us checks for these damn plugs too. Real, I'm looking. I'm checking my mailbox now, and uh, you know it is Valentine's Day, so uh, make sure you get a million dollar dream and not a stink face. And uh, some people may like a stink face. Oh Jesus! <laughs> saying me, I'm just saying. Make sure it's a, make, make sure though it's not uh, Nia Jax though with her her problem with her whole. <laughs> Oh my well, whole, I, mean, hey, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. I guess you can get a million dollar dream or a stink face as long as you ain't crotch chopping. You should be all right. <laughs> but uh, you know, R.I.P. to uh Butch Reed, one of the unsung uh black wrestlers, you know, not only of you know the the 70s and 80s or yeah, late 70s, 80s, and 90s, you know, tag team partner Ron Simmons, uh Doom. What easily one of the most underrated tag teams of the 90s, you know, beat the Steiners uh, more than one occasion, um, you know, beat pretty much anybody they in WCW, even the Horsemen, uh, when they were at their uh, peak in the, the 80s and 90s. Um, so uh, let's see what I got. About, about a minute 30. All right. Time to bust some of you nerds' bubbles, all right? <laughs> AEW and New Japan will not be working together, okay? Sorry to bust your bubble. I know Uncle Dave said that they got a working relationship. They do not. Just because Kenta lives in Orlando and was able to make a taping don't mean New Japan is working with AEW. This is basically what happens when a father lets his little knucklehead kids go out into the world thinking they know every fucking thing, fuck some shit up, then they run back home, moving back into the basement, okay? Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks thought they were bigger than New Japan, got out here in the real world, laid a fucking egg, and now all of a sudden, what are they doing? The same shit you fucking nerds would be fucking getting mad at WWE for. Matter of fact, I ain't even calling you nerds. That's an insult to nerds, you fucking marks. That's what you fucking people are. You fucking marks. This is what you are. Dude, I'm Same giving you shit. another minute. It's <laughs> no, too good. Man, I, I, I'm serious, though. These same fucking marks that get mad and get in all these little message boards and get on the Reddit and the Facebook and Twitter talking about how WWE is going back to old shit and relying on old people was the first thing fucking Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks do. They want to be Bullet Club again. Where's Bullet Club at? New Japan. They wouldn't have been hot if it weren't for Bullet Club. So I don't want to hear shit about Triple H doing the shit that he's doing, Bruce Pritchard doing the shit that they're doing in WWE, or how Raw is, is bad. No, goddammit, AEW was just as bad, too. And somebody, and while you, you marks are at it, asking uh, why everybody's mad, uh, and, and what is WWE going to do? Why don't y'all ask Chris Jericho where his abs are, all right? Chris Jericho had abs three weeks ago. He photoshopped them in. Now, all of a sudden, he on TV. The motherfucker went back to a damn two-liter. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? You know, somebody, somebody tell me where that stuff is at. 
you know, but since him and MJF want to be a tag team, yeah, Santana and Ortiz were the uh, uh, were the tag team of the inner circle the whole time. All elite wrestling is starting to turn into the all elite whiteout. That's that's what it is, man. Any all any any black and brown people, man, they getting put on dark, literally. Well, there we go. And uh, the uh, well, we already named a show F and Mark, so we can't do that again. But uh, we Fuck do have, marks. yeah, they're all. What'd you say? Hey, Fuck them marks. Well, I'll try not to. I try, I try to keep this uh, a PG 13 show. You drop an <laughs> F bomb in a PG 13 movie? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're watching, yeah. um, we're gonna watch. From February 14th, 1999, 22 years ago, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, we are watching the cage match between Vincent Kennedy McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Bear, I know we got to fire up the network. Do we have about a time that we need to start this at? Yeah, two hours, 24 minutes, and 20 seconds. Two hours, 24 minutes, and 20 seconds. I'm going to get myself there so that we can all start at the old same time. Looking forward to that. So it gives, gives people time to fire up the old network and uh, uh, before we start this whole thing. So I, I guess we've got some time here. You want to give another plug to old Connell Barrett? It's a good time to do so. Yeah. Besides getting the book that you should be pre-ordering tomorrow, Dating Sucks But You Don't. You also should go to his website, datingtransformation.com, and start looking at yourself for a consultation. Because there's a good chance if you listen to this podcast, you're most likely single and or lonely, or both. So if you are single, lonely, not confident, need that, you know, you, you see that cute girl at the coffee shop or at work or at the gym or whatever you're doing, you know, the only way you're going to build that confidence is not by talking to the mirror, because it's just not going to be pretty. So you need to get to datingtransformation.com. Talk to Connell Barrett. He's going to build that confidence up for you. He's going to uh, make sure you get out there and, you know, you you say the right things to attract the person that you're looking at right now because, you know, you're most likely you got a crush if you're single. People just don't, don't not have crushes out there. So get to datingtransformation.com. Reach out to Connell Barrett. Get that consultation. For the love of God, get his book. Dating sucks, but you don't. Pre-order on Amazon tomorrow, February 15th. So, uh, uh, again, two hours, 24 minutes, and 20 seconds on the Double Double E Network, soon to be on the uh, the old Peacock Network. Cody, are you ready to go, sir? Let's do this. All right, Bear is ready. We'll count it down, and people will count it down for three. And when we say go, hit play. So here we go. Three, two, one, go. So do we have a, uh, a premise behind this on what started? I mean, it's been a while since I've seen this. What has led up to this? I know a lot of Vince and, uh, you know, Vince is your star and your heel is Mr. McMahon or Vincent Kennedy McMahon. What uh, led obviously, up? obviously, this is deep into the Austin McMahon feud that's been going on but really this has stemmed from the royal rumble match um and there's been gauntlets where you know pretty much the corporation has, has tried to beat down stone cold so finally they got 
you know, I, I can't remember what got him to the cage match. I'm sure it was something along those lines. Cody, maybe you remember. Um, but, you know, this is just a culmination of Austin going pretty much one on the entire corporation and not one-on-one with Vince McMahon. So this is this is his match to get one-on-one finally with Vince McMahon with no outside interference. Yeah, I think wouldn't this, uh, didn't this have his uh, WrestleMania match um, at stake? If I'm not mistaken, I think. And that may be it. I can't remember. It's been a little bit. I might have to look it up here right. and see exactly the background. I would say it's it's been a you know it's been a couple of decades, but you know. Yeah, it's only been you know. Yeah, years. it's only been right, right. Bear with us, me. <laughs> <laughs> Remember it like it was yesterday. Right, right. Yeah, man. So, hey, uh, we just got something from Andy, uh, one of our fun contributors, who is uh, friends with Jeremy. He said, Jeremy wanted me to message you to say, sorry, he couldn't do trivia tonight because he had to film something for work. But here's the wrestling question for you guys. Name the only two wrestlers to beat Goldberg and Brock Lesnar in singles matches. And the only two wrestlers to play Berg and Brock Lesnar in the single match. Huh. So, I guess we got to, uh, while we're thinking about that, we can open up the old uh, chat box here for us while we're doing this. I know Vince is uh, making his way to the ring. Man, look how, how healthy he looked too back then. Who, Vince? Yeah, pre-senility, Vince McMahon. I didn't even know that was a word. It's impressive. Mm, it is impressive. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Oh. Okay. Hold on a second here. Man, also, man, tell AEW, quit using that damn kid, man. Quit pulling that kid off, trying to get people to watch the show because his daddy died. Man, isn't he only on the AEW Dark? Man, he everywhere, man. He on, on the YouTube, he on TNT. Where is he not? All Come right. on, man. Why you got to hate on the negative one? Oh, I'm ready. Because they couldn't even let the ground guard. They want freaking... Freaking out here peddling that man's uh, child out here on TV. Man, like he's that. probably having a time of his life. Wouldn't you want that man, for your whatever, kid? whatever, man. <laughs> no. Don't be using my kid to fucking get your own shit over. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't want my kid going and doing the accounting for my company if something happened to me. <laughs> child labor laws are on in that shit. Right. Mess around, make your, uh, make your kid the, the face of the company or something. Put him on bill or put the kid on billboards and everything <laughs> like that. Are they running outside the ring? <laughs> <laughs> old, old Vince. Vince getting in. How old was Vince at this him. point? Vince like was in his 50s at this point, wasn't he? 55. Yeah. So this is 22 years ago. Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he 53. Then. <laughs> no, he, he's not in his fucking 80s yet. He's 63. 
at this point. He's 63 See? right here? Or, sorry, oh, 53. Oh, 53, yeah. 53. Oh, I was about to say. I was like, no way. Yeah. All right. Still, though, when you think about that, though, man, 53 at this point. And he is in better shape than I'll ever be in in my life. Right. And you got to give it to Vince. He was never – I don't think – you think if the shit with um, Brett ever happened, if that didn't – if the Montreal Screwjob didn't happen, do you think this happened ever for him? You think he became this character? I don't think so. I mean, that's what made the character. It wasn't even the it wasn't even the Montreal screw job that made it. It was the interview, the Brett screw Brett yeah, interview made yeah. made the yeah. Mr. McMahon character, which I don't even think he planned. It just all kind of happened. Which yeah, I don't know. I think maybe. I don't think they would have. He was a big motherfucker, man. Yeah, they would have. Well, they would have probably turned Bret Hart into a big baby face. But it no. wouldn't have gotten to the level of Stone Cold playing fucking mind games with him. <laughs> yeah, right. like, it wouldn't have gotten to the level of Steve Austin, though. I mean, Bret Hart would have—he would have had to have stayed a heel with this. The thing is, it's, it's funny how it all works, right? So let's let's put the timeline in perspective here. Bret Hart is a heel. Goes, you know, he's a heel in he's a heel in the United States, nowhere else, right? Just the United States, all overseas, Canada. He's babyface, which is crazy, wonderful for Vince. You know, that's huge. So now let's start running the timeline here. So obviously, he's feuding with Sean, right? They have the awesome angle at SummerSlam '97, which you know the whole angle built up to that. We all knew it was going to happen. Wonderful. Gets the Undertaker out of the picture, goes right to Sean and Brett. We get Sean and Brett in Montreal. Boom. Screw job. After that, Royal Rumble 98, let's say Brett holds that title. It's Brett and most likely the Undertaker. So Sean probably never fucks up his back and then is out for four years. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That's just and my you gotta throw the curtain call in there too. You know, like I mean, who's to say Austin's in that spot? I mean, he yeah. only got bumped up because of the curtain call. Yep. It's just funny how some of that some of that plays and works to see how it was because if, if Brett stays, I think that WCW keeps going. Them signing Brett, I think, hurt them more than anything. Because they yeah, wasted their money. They, just did they it. never fucking used them. And on top yeah, I think they just did it for the sake of signing them. Yeah. I don't know. That's just what I think. I think they signed him just for the sake of signing him, just to say, okay, we have Bret Hart now too. Yeah, and they didn't use him for shit. So I mean, yeah. What? So what happens if Sean never gets hurt? Maybe it's him and Austin for the next few years. I, you know, I don't know. Sean turns into Scott Hall. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. if not Jake Roberts, it'd probably be Jake Roberts and. You know, you hear about Shawn Michaels pissing in a trash can backstage. Matt, Shawn Michaels at an indie show. Too drunk to come out and do anything. <laughs> so what's this whole thing with, uh, since we're watching the show still, Vince running. Why do you no, go up in the stands? He doesn't want to get in the cage with Austin. He's scared. Right. You don't want to go one-on-one with him. I don't even think the match has started at this point either. No, they neither of them both yeah. in. So. Is that Mike Yoda? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Young Kyoto. 
<laughs> Look at him fighting fans, though. You see him talking shit yeah, to the man. fans. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Whoop your ass right here. And then oh, the security yeah. guard. See the security guard talking to the dude, too. Yeah. About to whoop his ass. What are, why did that I happen? I don't know. There go Big Buff dude with the cane going. What was his name? I think it was Mark, Mark Dodson, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Something. Uh, he, he's dead. Oh, he did? Really? I think Damn, he died. Damn, he's not anymore. I don't think so. I think he died a few years ago. Well, damn. He up there watching the big square circle in the sky. <laughs> He's pissed off, too. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck they gonna do? I'm sure All WWE's right. probably got his son at the uh, fucking performance center now. They're gonna put a Kangol <laughs> and a performance center t-shirt on him. They have him being security for ringside in the Thunderdome. Sorry, Jim, Jim Dotson. My apologies. Jim, Jim Dotson. Dotson. I was close. Mark, Jim, all the same thing. I would say close enough. Is he dead, though? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Jim. Damn it. So I'm looking up Jim Dodson, double, double E. Yeah. yeah died, died 49. Jesus. 2015. Just got too big. Yeah, that I wonder what that I I'm gonna have to go back and watch what that fan did because he he got his ass reamed. Touching them, man. Can't be touching can't be touching the performers, especially the mm-hmm. especially the owner of the company. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah. the biggest star. Can't do anything like that. But we gotta get back. Real quick to this question. Who are the two people to beat Brock Lesnar? I've got mine in the chat box ready to go. Yep. So do I. Cody? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, and go. Kurt Angle, triple. Oh, I forget about Drew beat Brock. Oh, that was stupid. Fuck. Should have known better. Oh, yeah. Undertaker. Whoever said Undertaker and uh, Drew... A negative one. <laughs> he might as well. He beat everybody else. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. It was just recent. In singles matches. Yeah, Drew won and Taker won. See what the points are for this, too. <clears throat> Ooh, this is the, I think this is the bump Vince takes. That. Looks like it hurts like a mother. Yeah, he like broke his spine. Oh, yeah, this one's about to be brutal. Yep. Bounce it that off of it. And one Wait more. for it. Wait Should for it. I think it's the second one. Second or third one. Yep. Wanted to do that Shawn Michaels bump. That's what he wanted. Oh. Jesus. Just missed. <laughs> said he's a rookie at this. Sorry. <laughs> Three points. <laughs> mm. Dude, Vince McMahon has to be like probably easily one of the one of the most unathletic wrestlers too. Oh yeah, like, I, just, I, I think I'm just way behind y'all. And, just clumsy and, and uncoordinated. Drew McIntyre and the Undertaker. So I think you get three points for each. Look at that. Okay. What's going on with the uh, with the whole thing right now? Jesus. Where uh, Vinny Mac going through the table? Yeah, I saw that. He's still laying on the Austin. ground. 
Yeah, he's still on the ground right now. They're gonna oh, bring uh looks bring like the they're bringing out. stretcher out. Yep. Yep. Poor old Hugo Savinovich down there laying on the floor. Yeah. Right. He might have been high though, so you never know. Oh, most likely. I hope he yeah. was. Yeah, he might have been high. So he, you know, he probably didn't even get hit by anything. He just said, Hugo, wake up. And he oh, I did me. Yeah. Dios mio. All right, willing out to stretch it now. Hugo, dead or alive? Oh, no, he's still with us. Yep. He might be he might be another one with a with a podcast too. Matter of fact, I'm waiting on my check for that one too. Hugo. All right, here you go. Here you go. This is about the craziest thing I think I've ever seen. Who? What diva did uh Hugo Savinovich what was who was he once married to? He was once married to one? I shouldn't say diva. I should say women wrestler. China? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Hugo ain't necessarily a spring chicken, so figures probably like somebody. By the way, Hugo, by the way, is uh, 61 years old, and he will be 62 February 15th tomorrow. Look at that. that. Happy birthday, Hugh. Happy birthday, Hugo Savinovich. Um, uh, uh, I don't know, but it couldn't have, because he's had the same wife for a long time, hadn't he? So it had to be way, way back. Uh, yeah, so he was so he was married to his wife from uh, 1990 to 2019 when she passed. Oh, well, RIP. But he was, uh, he was once, he did, he was married to a, a former female wrestler in WWF. Oh, never mind. He messed me up with the WWF part. Um, I don't know, man. Sonny. <laughs> Blaze. Uh, Wendy Richter. Fabulous Mula. I mean, Sonny, I mean, she Wendy, get Wendy Richter. The board. Oh, it was yeah. Wendy Richter. I was just saying, I mean, Sonny had to get that shit across the border somehow. Well, she just put it in that poop shoot. I'm sure she's fine. God, don't watch that shit. She took uh, getting your shit packed in, uh, getting your shit in to a whole new meeting. Who, Sonny? Yep. <laughs> the, uh, hey, what, what's going on in the match? I think I'm far ahead. Uh, I would say right now, uh, yeah, awesome. Vince on the stretcher. Yeah, he jaw jacking him. Oh uh, yeah, I'm way ahead. Just just ask the crowd for a hell yeah. Yep. He give him that business. He said he gonna what he said, you want me to kick his ass and take him off that stretcher, give me a hell yeah. So he going to get him. one of the coolest rope climbs ever by right there, by the way. Right. And here he goes. Oh, see you later, Timmy White. There you go. Oh, there Dave. Right. Oh, which hell was that? Just got pushed that over. Dave? Yep, Tony Guerrero ain't taking no bumps. No, Tony, yeah, Tony, you see that? <laughs> he just pointed at Tony Guerrero. <laughs> Tony Guerrero is like, I'll whoop your ass, Austin. You touch me. He knew better than that one. I was say Tony Guerrero might be an old shooter. Old Tim White ain't gonna do anything about it. None right. of the old Dave Hebner ain't doing anything about it. 
my favorite, I can't remember when it was. Um, I want to say it was maybe, it had to be a pay-per-view of some sort. Damn. had to be a pay-per-view of some sort in the uh, early 2000s. But Jericho, it was one of the first times Jericho was there, and he was talking to Earl Hebner, I think, about a match. And at the end of it, um, he's like, come on, Earl, Dave, Earl, come on. <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious. Slim Jericho. Yes, yeah, so this was this was like 2000 Jericho. So, yeah, he was in shape. Is he putting him back in the ring? All right, finally. Yeah, back in the ring, yep. Finally. Jesus. All that riffraff. All them shenanigans, right? Yeah, yeah. This was before. Uh, God, Jericho his was fucking block off. Yeah, this is before Jericho was patient zero in the AEW uh, COVID outbreak. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, Mister, I had the COVID, but you know I didn't have any symptoms. But yet everybody else damn near died after he came back. Archer went out. Arn Anderson went out. One of the Bucks went out. Is this a – I wonder if this is the only time they use this cage because it was always blue. This is the first time I think it was black, wasn't it? And then they went to the old chain. Yeah. I said, was this the last time they used it? I think it was the first and last time they used the black. Yeah, you can see you can see the marks on it though. I think they spray painted the blue ones. Yeah, I say they just <laughs> they had to, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, like look at that right there in the front. Yeah. It looks like it was fucking spray painted, right? Because it looks the same. Oh, Vince flipped yeah. oh, with the blue on the cage. Vince Austin flipping them off. Austin ain't taking that. Yeah. Nope. But what are we gonna do about <laughs> the big blue cage, Mister McMahon? Awesome. Ah, paint it black, damn it. <laughs> paint it black, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Mr. McMahon. Uh, uh, okay, Vince. I'll paint it black. <laughs> I think uh I think he was still in WCW at this time. Yeah, I was he might have yeah, either that or overseas, I think. What I was just listening to one. About Johnny Ace when he was head of talent, and they they went or at WCW when he was over there. God, who was I? Can't which one I was listening to about that. I think it was Bischoff. Well, my check, Bischoff. Vince climbing the ropes. Jesus, giving y'all show some shine for free. Well, my yeah. money. I can Vince realize he started climbing too fast there. <laughs> yeah. His fucking face. Looks like my kid's face. Man, Vince, old Vince flipping. This always made this shit look good. You got to give the guy credit that was fucking multi-millionaire at the time. Damn near a billion then. He's fucking doing this. He doesn't have to do this. Just Damn unreal. Down. <laughs> What a maneuver there by Steve Austin. Yeah, who was commentating on this? Um, Cole and oh Jerry Lawler, yeah, that's right. Cole. Yeah. The the bearded Cole. The Vince gotta get some color now. Here we go. Yeah, buddy.
Vince Young on the mat right now. Right. Yeah. Wake up, Paul. Wake up. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up, damn it. Stop taking a shit down there. Ah. What the fuck? Oh boy, he putting it. Give him a good old, dead old, old tongue lash in there, baby. He gave himself a nice old fat gash there on his forehead. Mm-hmm. What did he just say to Stone Cold? Go do this. Get his ass out. Right. Wake him up. Hit the ring three times. <laughs> <laughs> I think Vince, Vince flips him off again, right? Yeah. yeah. He gave, I think he gave him a double this time. He just yeah. gets on his knees and fucking double it. Gave him a double. Yeah. He says two for you, two time, two time. Mm-hmm. All you had to do was touch the floor, man. Stone Cold, Stone Cold ain't taking that, though. Oh, back up the kid. Look at that nope. stop. Nope. That's choking <laughs> right there. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's, little, it's little shit like that that made Stone Cold the best ever, man. And then Vince trying to climb. Just trying to get out. Just standing there behind him. Nope. <laughs> oh, there you go. Let him climb. Oh, nope. Come back down. Uh, oh, yeah. God damn it. Oh, fucking caught, broke his dick. Steve forgot. Oh, shit. I forgot this dude's unathletic as can be. And he's a thousand yeah. years old. Well, goddamn, Vince! I tried to pull you down. You just old some bitch fell completely down <laughs> to the canvas. <laughs> Vince with the old curb stomp. Oh, look at that! Yeah. Oh man! Press on that ear. Oh, I feel good. I love it because I keep my closed captioning on because I like to read it. So always when there's a lull and there's nothing going on, all it just says is crowd chatter. <laughs> I got to turn kidding. mine on. got to figure out how to turn mine on. Uh, you go to settings, option, or settings, and uh, closed caption. Work. The only thing missing from this match was old Jim Ross, man. Mm. It's the only thing that was missing. I think that was, this was his second bout with Bell's palsy, too. Yeah. yeah. Stunner. Because he doesn't come yeah. back. Look at the crowd, dude. Look at yeah, that. Everybody lost it. Don't worry. I think the mat's already been cut here, or it's getting cut. Right there. Yeah, you can yeah. see it was like yeah. that camera angle was. You can just yeah. see the knife come through. See the blade. Yeah, I was gonna say, you see. <laughs> you can see the people. Oh, there he is. Oh God, he oh. got. How big? What man? He is a fucking. He just. He looks awesome mm-hmm. in this ring too. Oh yeah, I mean in the ring and the cage, all all the all jet black fucking man. Well, this is when he first came over, right? This is his mm-hmm. debut. Yeah. Yep. And it just shocked the shit out. Man, he had to lay under there, his big tall ass. Look at fucking Vince. 
everyone now realizing who it is. Mm-hmm. They probably thought it was right. Kevin first. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Kevin Nash wished it was Kevin Nash at that point. He'd have went back. This is just awesome. I mean, the one of the best endings to a match right here. It's fantastic. It's yeah. so good. Yep. Yeah. And fall out. Yep. Austin wins. <laughs> <laughs> Gets thrown out of the cage. And then Vince. Vince is my favorite here. Is <laughs> he did it. I mean, that was that was good storytelling. That was good how they did it. It was unexpected. I mean, obviously that's how they set it up to happen, but Talk about perfect. That shit has to go right. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least they waited like 10, 10 years to redo that finish, too. Yeah. Then they do that finish again with, uh, they did that with Brock and, and Big Show, didn't they? Uh, uh, sort of, yes. Yeah, or Which, was it Reigns and Big Show? And he's like speared him through the cage. Right. Oh, baby. Look at that hair, too. Now he's bald as a motherfucker. Yeah. They shouldn't have died at Blonde. That was his problem. That's why I lost it all. <laughs> That's what happened to me, man. When I died my shit blonde. <laughs> See? It's not good. I had to frost the tips, and then fucking tips were gone. The hair was gone. <laughs> fucking I can see big... you with frosted tips, too. That's <laughs> the sad part. I can hey, see man. that shit. It, it, well, it was, fucking... I, don't, I don't want to say it was frosted tips, because I had longer. Not like that. I had a mop, though, and it was, like, straight. I can see you with frosted tips wearing a fucking... Uh, Look like fucking Guy wearing... Fieri, motherfucker. No, fucking, <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> No, it was more like gay Fieri. The, uh... <laughs> I see you with them damn tips of the fucking, uh, fucking uh, button up over a polo shirt. No, from the hell gap. no. Hell with no. Some fucking, <laughs> some fucking uh, blue jeans and, and some Adidas uh, shell toe superstars on. Looking like fucking, uh, what's do do from Sugar Ray? Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But um, so and then, you know, he goes on to WrestleMania 15, which uh, we are actually going to cover WrestleMania 15 uh, in, I, I, I think, the same date. So we're going to we're going to get back to this. We're going to cover actually the match that Stone Cold has at WrestleMania 15. And we're going to talk about Stone Cold that day. Looking forward to that. That'll be a fun one. But we got to talk about Mr. Uh, Mr. Paul White. So Paul White, a.k.a. Big Show. We're just talking about Paul White himself, right? Yeah, why not? Paul White, seven foot build between 383 and 500 pounds. What do you say he is here? About 400? I'd say, yeah. I'd say, like... He looked good there. He's probably only, like, 350 there, probably. So, yeah, right before this happened. So, this was on uh, February 14th. So, February 9th, he signed a 10-year deal with WWF. 10-year. Mm. Mm. 10-year deal with him. Damn. That was kind of unprecedented old, uh, at the time. Right. I think him and old Mizart were the only ones with 10-year deals. 
well, Brett had a 20 until he broke that. Right. <laughs> yeah, fucking Brett. Brett fucking yeah. Brett. <laughs> I didn't say, well, Mizark signed his, and I won't call him out of his name because it's Black History Month. So, uh, you paid him. It's the only you? time. It's the only time he getting a pass, man. I don't, I won't say I hate him. I just I don't I don't care for him. I don't care for him. He just it's just the stuff he's done now recently, kind of like Booker T. I don't, I don't care for them. But it's Black History Month, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let it slide. You get a pass. Well, um, we'll just preview it for people. We will be covering. Stone Cold Steve Austin on uh, March 28th, which will be the WrestleMania 15. So the uh, pay-per-view after this, actually, right? No, I think there yeah. is. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the one because yep. yeah, because it wasn't like now where you got two. I forgot they between. didn't have fast lane and elimination chamber in between to get to WrestleMania. Right. So now yeah. it's uh. Now it's that, but um, yeah, looking forward. And and plus, WrestleMania was on March 28th at that year. Now it's on April 10th and 11th this year. So, you know, pretty pretty interesting, unheard of. But back to back to Paul White, just kind of what was going on there. Um, came in, like we said, 10-year deal, and uh, he debuted under Paul White. And so he was a member of the corporation, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then kind of what happened – so obviously he came in as a heel because he joined the, the most heel and over heel in the company. So great way to debut cutting through the ring. As you saw the knife cutting through it and uh, so, yeah, getting like in the Jesus. ring. So, and then he just basically became Mr. McMahon's enforcer at that point. Right. Yeah. So uh, what, what happened? What, when did he make his debut? Was it also at that same night? Was it WrestleMania 15 that we're going to cover here in a month? I think he fought Mankind of Mania, didn't he? Mm, might have been even before that. I think he wrestled oh. somebody on a Raw. But I don't remember who. Yeah, it so that's what... been Stone Cold. Yeah, so he, he ended up, before WrestleMania got renamed, so he was literally came in as Paul White for a month and basically was enforcer until he became the big show at Mania. And fought mm-hmm. mankind to be the uh, right to be the referee of the main event. Yeah, but then he got disqualified somewhere, I think, and I think in that match. So then he couldn't do it. Yeah, because there was. It seemed like, and that's the thing. It seemed like they positioned him. Like you said, that's what a lot of people. Every time someone comes in from WCW, it seems like Vince just makes them look like shit for a little bit. I think it's like to test them, make sure they're all right. Right. No, I agree. He does that, like puts him down a little bit. And we do have a lot of things we're, we're going to cover, you know, uh, over time and a lot of different characters. I know Cody Bryant hasn't talked about it, but, or hasn't seen it. I know Barry, you and I were briefly discussing back and forth about it, but you know, we got Paul White this week and, and kind of just crash course. It was literally a month that he was Paul White. And we just want to focus on that character. Yeah. I don't want to get into big show uh, yet. Cause eventually, you know, down the road, some year, someday we're going to cover big show, but literally for a month, but he came in, you come in, this is a good way to debut as a hot heel and help the boss, the guy that's the biggest over heel for a while. But 
Um, do you think that they, they too soon? I mean, Big Show obviously was a, a big name uh, for years, but do you think they wait, they did it too soon, making him the Big Show? No, not no way, not too soon. If anything, they should have done it sooner. I mean, that dude, he, I think he did, like you said, they needed to get, they needed to have that moniker like right there, right there. And then like the next night on Raw, once he came out and did his stuff, you know, it needed to be the big show then, not Paul White. They didn't need to play off that. He, he could have been Paul White, you know, they could have played it of, oh my God, this is a surprise, you know, the night. And then Big Aaron, then Vince, you know, comes out raw they go do do their promo and that's when you know maybe they just give it to paul white he goes i'm not paul white i'm big shit i don't know something like that <laughs> something to give him his name yeah, like, yeah. Well, but man I think waiting it? a month hurt it and then he signed a 10-year hell, deal like, i'm gonna get fat <laughs> yeah hell they could have just had him uh nameless you know they could have just not given him a name mm-hmm. instead of naming him paul white i mean hell paul white sound like a damn referee yeah you know, you, yeah, and I mean, like you said, with you, that's the other thing though is that, and the giant, right? That's I, I thought the giant was a better name than Big Show. I like just Big Show just lasted longer. I like Giant. Me too. I thought it was great. And just to go back, you know, back in uh, another thing about Paul White, he starred in one of the movies I have to watch every Christmas, Jingle All the Way. He was the giant Santa Claus. Of the, you know, the, those yeah. bad Santa Clauses. Yep. He was, um, he was in, um, Waterboy. Does the promo Captain in Waterboy. Insano. Calls Captain Insano. Captain, which also, Insano. maybe, <laughs> maybe would have been better than Big Show too. But. <laughs> right. But, 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 mama, but, mama said, but, 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 mama said, and it just starts laughing. Laugh is so great. I think, was that Mean Gene, too, who, like, that was like a off WCW? I'd have to go back and rewatch that because I can't remember. Yeah. It was an old W, it was like a WCW. They used like the worldwide set or something, I think. Yeah, because, I mean, it was right after he came in. It was 95. Waterboy was? I think so. Damn, I thought it was later than that. I thought that was after uh, Waterboy. I'm looking that up right now. 98. That was what I say. It had to have been after Happy Gilmore, yeah. Mm, Okay. It was probably 97 that they did it. It came out in November of 98, so they probably used it in 97. Yeah, it'd be about right. Right time frame, I see. I'm saying, I'm saying, <laughs> Captain Insano. <laughs> it was funny. I was sitting here reading this. So, um, like, is before he, right before he got into wrestling, I guess he got introduced to Danny Bonaducci, who was friends with Hulk Hogan, Cody Bryant's favorite wrestler. Danny uh, Bonaducci. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say like Danny Bonaducci, man, is one of the greatest champions ever. Got his. Uh, uh, Celebrity Championship Wrestling Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, back, back to this. So, Hogan, so he met Hogan, and uh, he ended up recommending him to Bischoff, you know, because they were buddies. Um, and, by the way, Arn Anderson was Paul White's um, boyhood hero, his favorite in wrestling. So, also, at the same time, you know, Paul White was trying to get in WWF. He wanted to be a wrestler. 
So he admitted to um, one of the scouts, he didn't have any experience. Um, and he made an audition tape, gave it to Mike Kyoto, who we met at Philadelphia bar. Funny enough, Kyoto gave it to Pat Patterson. Uh, was it, who, who was it the bar? <laughs> I don't know. Must've been, but, um, forwarded it to Pat Patterson who didn't watch it because he thought he was another wrestler, Kurgan. <laughs> then he saw him debut on WCW and Vince was pissed with Pat Patterson. <laughs> Because they didn't get him. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Pat! Ah, is- you're going to find the right big man. No, oh, what do you want me to do, Vince? I was <laughs> out at the bar. Come on. So he met him at uh, old Patty's pub, you said, in Philly. Exactly. <laughs> old Patty's. I mean, what do you want me to do? We're at the Patty's and we're drinking the pub beers and everything. Come on. Oh, man. He was in, I'm just reading this too, his first TV spot, it's uncredited, but it was Thunder in Paradise in 94. Old Terry show. Oh, really? <laughs> it's probably when he met Terry. Talked to Terry. Yeah. Terry got him into double C double U. Double C double. Guess Terry getting everybody to. He was also in the. TV he, set he, he was all. <laughs> He was also in the TV show Cousin Skeeter in Skeeter Suplex. <laughs> hey, man, sounds- shout out to Cousin Skeeter. That was the shit, dude. Like, y'all making Suplex. good? Woo! Uh, that don't sound like... I mean, are we talking from Doug still, or was this something totally different? No, Cousin Skeeter was like... Um, Cousin Skeeter, Bill Bellamy was the voice of Cousin Skeeter. Right. And it was a uh, head, um, uh, was Robert Richard and a young Megan Good. And, uh, it was, you know, just teenagers, man. It's just like a teenager, uh, you know, just a little teenage sitcom type deal. I think that was before my time. Right. Well, um, that was when Nickelodeon was actually a TV network. The only right. Cousin Skeeter I know was on Doug. That's funny. <laughs> so um, well, I think we're going to go to recording again, probably at 730, because I know we're wrapping these up at 10. So we'll probably go back to 730. Um, but next week, we, we have a fun one again. Uh, you know, we got Dale Earnhardt on the sports show. So look for that coming out on Thursday. And then uh, next next Sunday, we've got uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. So we're going to talk Ray about Mysterio. him. Ray Mastrio Jr. Uh, really focus on those WCW days. We're going to watch the hair versus mask. Hall and Nash versus Conan and Mysterio from Super Brawl 9 uh, around this same time. So a week after this event took place. <laughs> oh, man, come on. Man. We got to. Hey, no, man. We, we can't watch. We can't. We can't watch all good matches. Come on, man! You got to your... throw some. Got to throw some junk in there every once in a while. Oh, don't yeah. worry. Week after that, Cody, we're gonna go to. Uh, we're actually gonna cover somebody unexpected for you, but Alex Riley when he fought John China in a steel cage on Monday Night Raw in 2011. Oh man, we're not gonna waste. Them. How long is it really gonna take to do Alex Riley? All of well, ten minutes. That's the point. <laughs> we got six minutes Come to talk on, about man. him. Come on, we'll save it under there. Do, we can do his life story in three and a half. Well, that's what we're going to try to do. It's going to be a short episode. But then the week after that, we're, we're got to build it up because the week after that, we're doing Randy Orton. 
in his match against AJ Styles from SmackDown in 17, which will be good. And then we're going to do, this will be the fun one. Looking forward to this. In March, we got some jam-packed stuff. Uh, March 14th, we're going to actually cover Chris Benoit, and we're going to do WrestleMania 20, Benoit, HBK, and Triple H. That'll be a good one for us to watch. And then uh, we got we to pay some homage to our boy Earthquake. So we're going to do Earthquake versus Adam Bomb for Monday Night Raw 1994. Oh, man. Oh, I bet we that's can a good build match. it up. We'll have to tear it down in the process, though. You have to. You can't just have it all on a high. You got to. You got to tear it down to build it up. So we got to tear it down, and then we're going to build it right back up with Stone Cold Steve Austin the week after. Okay, Bruce. Okay, Bruce. We can't cover all good people. Come on. I mean, but but we can still find better matches than that. Not on this day. Sorry, man. We're trying to do this day. There wasn't much shit going on. We can do Adam Bomb if you want. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to got to be got to be on or around. Got to be on the day. And then, hey, yeah. but the week after that, I'm I'm doing a good one for you. WrestleMania 9, uh, Shawn Michaels against Tatanka. So we're going to cover Tatanka. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. That was probably his Come best on, match of his man. career. Uh, who, Tatanka's? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Hell, if you're going to do that, I'd rather see Tatanka do his heel turn. And Let then, me know who found who, who took the money. Or who sold out? <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that. But then, uh, and then the week yeah, after yeah. that, hey man, we're limited when we got certain days we got to cover this shit. And then we're gonna yeah, do. Uh, then we're gonna have to cover old JBL, and we'll watch uh, JBL versus Chris Benoit SmackDown 2006. Damn so, man, we starting to sound like AEW. Start off on a high and then just fall off a cliff. Hey man, we're up and down and up and down and up and down. Yeah, we can't JBL. ride high the whole fucking time. We at least be consistent. We could be we could ride high and then stay at like a medium. We are. Damn. We could go, we could start off at like a Earthquake nine. is a good medium. And on a, earthquake was a main eventer, man. Don't be disrespecting Earthquake. The fuck's your problem going match. from Orton to Benoit to Earthquake to Stone Cold? It's not it's the matches, man. But don't don't disrespect Earth. Earthquake was a main eventer. That's why we got him from main event and then raw. Come against on, Adam Bomb in 1994. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, he worked with the Legion of Doom. We can cover Adam Bomb if you want to. Hey, come on, man. You sound like okay, Kenny. Uh, Jesus. Hey, man. We're limited. Golly, who bankrolling us? Fucking Amir Khan, Shaq no. Khan. It's uh, Peapod. <laughs> 100.7 the zone. Uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, Shao Khan. Yeah, Shao Khan is bankrolling us. Yeah, Shee Khan. Tony Khan. Yeah, I wish he. I wish he was bankrolling us. We'd probably Jeez. be doing this show from Jacksonville. <laughs> oh, a lot more money. We'd make too much sense. <laughs> You're probably right. They'd fire us within a few weeks. Right. Yeah. Oh no, they'd fire me and they keep y'all. They put me on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be Cody on AEW Dark yeah. with, his, with his boy, the negative one. <laughs> right. Yeah, it'd be me and negative one <laughs> talking about his daddy. Oh, shit. Well, we're going to have fun. I can tell this is going to be fun because I can't. Cody's going to be hell, bitching Vince. about matches. God, Lee, man. Vince at least waited until the ground was hard on Eddie before he brought Vicky on TV. Yeah, and then he had to he had to walk some shit back, Damn. but it's all good. 
Damn, man. Yeah, at least let the ground get hard. Ground ain't even hard yet. Oh. Eddie was gone, gone before he brought Vicky on TV. Well. Damn. Nah, these motherfuckers, they, not only they peddling kids and fucking, fucking marks. I guarantee there's somebody out there now that tell me that this uh you gotta wait for the long term booking and storyline for fucking negative one. Yeah, it's long term storyline telling because he ain't uh he ain't old enough to drive yet. Is that is that the climax of the story when he gets his driver's license, goes to prom, graduates high school? AEW won't be in business that long. <laughs> How long is the TV contract? Matter of fact, I didn't, know the rant, I didn't know the rant was still going from earlier. I thought we stopped this about 30 hey, minutes ago. When the TV contract run out, that's when AEW is dead. You watch what I tell you. So Ted Turner going to have to die then. Ted Turner don't own Turner? Yeah. Yeah, that's AOL. Uh, AOL now. AOL deal. Time Warner. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be uh AEW be the new AEW be fighting uh, Impact on Twitch for viewers. Oh, oh, so instead, so instead of Ted Turner, then you gotta you gotta take the thing that tried to bring the AOL AIM Messenger back, thinking that that would work here in like 2017 or whatever. They brought that dumbass thing back because like we they don't tried have to text. bring AIM back. Yeah, it was like 2017. Like we don't have text messaging. Damn, where was I? At? Man, I could man, I didn't even know they tried to bring it back. <laughs> now it's right. uh, yeah they did. it's called it's called google hangout that's <laughs> what they you you can use your at your aim now yeah they cancel all that shit oh shit oh i mean it was i'll uh, tell you what I mean, google, AIM... google meets where it's at for me when i'm at work because we we're on a google platform so i don't want to talk to the staff you just get on the meet chat oh lord well i don't know you never know they might bring uh it'd be aw aim in a minute <laughs> a, 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 yeah, it'd be AEW aim. That's my point. You brought back IM, you're bringing up AEW, it's all the same shit. There you go. I say, yeah, it's all, they bring it's back all starting to make sense now, isn't it? Hey, bring back all these relics from the 90s, late 90s. You watch Larry Zabisco be on TV next. <laughs> if you do a commentary, that'll definitely, definitely get shut down quick. It'd be Larry Zabisco and Excalibur in a fucking match for the third seat on commentary. Well, wrap this shit up. Otherwise, Man, Larry, Zabisco, Larry Zabisco. Larry Zabisco. He's just gonna keep fucking, going. Just, just. Yeah, I mean, come out with Dusty Rose hat on. Thanks that's so much, sign for, That's the sign for wrap it up. We're gonna get Academy Award music to play when Cody starts talking about. <laughs> that's what we should We're do. Play him off the stage. <laughs> play him off the stage. Come out here. You give, you give to, us some uh, time, man. Next thing you know, Jim Ross is going to be talking about uh, Kenny Omega out here <laughs> clubbering. Oh, we're clothing. Connell Barrett, datatransformation.com. Crandall's quality landscaping. Okay. By God, Adam Page is out here clubbering tonight. Sorry, as far as Steve, we didn't get you on the show. Remember to buy pre-order for twelve ninety nine. Dating sucks, but you don't, Connell Barrett, tomorrow uh, or whenever you listen to this show. That Sorry. human game of chess, you can't beat it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Special thanks to AEW for making Cody's life. Happy <laughs> birthday, Mrs. Bryant. Oh, oh.